I just looked at the news and I think I'm in shock. A giant monster just materialized over Seoul. That happened like nine hours ago. You're just hearing about this. What have you been doing all day? Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Dead Letter Movie Podcast. This is episode 16, recorded April 7th, 2017. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And this is a special edition because we're in the same room. Yeah, this is our first episode where we're actually in the same room together. We decided to take a trip to Los Angeles, and during our trip we ended up we ended up getting to see a movie that isn't quite out everywhere yet, so we thought we now would be a good time to have a podcast about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we went and saw Nacho Vigalondo's new movie, Colossal, starring Anne Hathaway, uh, Jason Sudeikis, and uh, Tim Blake Nelson and Dan Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a quirky kind of movie. Um, <laughs> it, it sort of defies categorization. There, there are elements of, of horror, and there's comedy, and there's there's drama. There's there's a lot of different things going on here. The, uh, the basic premise is that Anne Hathaway, who's battling a number of personal issues in her life, trying to make her way in the world and not doing a very good job of it, discovers that she is somehow connected to a big giant kaiju-style monster that is... Destroying flat, flat, soul. Flat, flattening soul yeah. halfway across the world in South Korea. And uh, the movie kind of goes from there. Yeah, that is the best way to put it. Yeah, it's a f- uh, we were uh, before we did the podcast. Tim and I were discussing how do we come up with like the like the back of a DVD blurb for this without giving away too much, and that's that's about it. It's it's a very it's the thing I like about this movie the most is that it's not normal in any sense. It's not something you're going to see every day. It's I really wish I was in the room when it was being pitched because like I'm gonna make this movie and it's gonna be about. You know, the plight of being a young person and figuring out how to get your life together. And also, it's going to feature a psychic connection with a giant monster. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, re- really, what, what does one even say to that? Obviously, somebody said yes, because the movie's been made, and it's it's in theaters now-ish. Now-ish. By, th- by the time it, we've yeah. got this out, it'll it'll probably be uh, a little little wider. Yeah. Uh, but one, one of the great things about it is they got a, a really talented cast a small cast of of actors to play these parts and they they bring a lot of real humanity to it and and ground it in a lot of ways these are very believable as as people as human beings not just as as caricatures in a mm-hmm. in a silly comedy or in a in a melodrama or in a, a horror monster movie yeah the the cool thing about now we, i think we all know that you know Anne Hathaway is going to bring her a game cuz I mean she's Anne Hathaway she's not She's gonna do it, man. Like she like brings the kind of performance to a movie about being a giant monster that she did for like say Brokeback Mountain or Le Miserable. And there are moments in the movie where like her facial expressions and her just range of emotion are just so on the spot that if you just step back from the situation and realize what's going on in the film, that you can't believe that she was able to do that and not and make you believe it. And somehow not die laughing during it. Well, maybe she did. I don't know. Um, I don't know how many takes there were for some of these. But well, yeah, yeah. obviously, never, never really going to know how many takes there were. That's yeah. not the sort of thing that that we need to know in anyway. DVD extras or anything. Yeah, yeah. No, um, but she, she, she really does a great job. There, there are a lot of you know really, really terrific moments where you know thing, things are happening, and she really draws you in and, and makes you kind of sit up and and be in the movie with the character 
Mm-hmm. And there's, it's just the right amount of funny, I think. It's, if, you, if you look at the trailer, they make it seem like a, a sillier movie than it is. And, and it's not to say that it's not a silly movie. The, the amount of dramatic weight is not really prevalent in it. Um, and I think that's, that's a good thing and a bad thing, because I think you might not be able to appreciate it necessarily if you don't know about it going in. Now, I didn't know anything really about this movie, aside that I knew what we've been explaining, that, you know, Anne Hathaway psychically connected to a monster. Yeah, um, that's, <laughs> like, that's, that's about as much as I knew, but that I, was, I hadn't that even was enough th- to get me hooked. Yeah, I hadn't even seen the trailer. It just looked like a weird thing that I would like, and, and I was right. Um, yeah, but. yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed this movie. Uh, as as we were dis- discussing after after we just came out, um, it's not really a movie for everyone. It's kind of odd. It, it, not it's, gonna it's, lie. it's definitely odd uh, be, because there are so many different elements to to its story. Lots of people, I think, could find something to like in it, mm-hmm. but the combination could be a little off putting. You you actually compared it to uh, Gilliam's Time Bandits. Yeah, in, in the in, in its way. weirdness, yeah, the yeah, that's it's the same kind of thing. The thing that makes it really important is this is a movie that's just very odd and very weird and it's great that it exists. Um Yeah. I I don't feel like it was really saying anything new. If if the the story has a a moral to it, it's it's not really a novel one, but the way it goes about it, I I thought was a bit novel. I I thought it was creative in its approach to putting the characters in these situations and and how they deal with it. Uh, kind kind of in the, the the great tradition of the the best science fiction stories, where it gives you a fantastic situation that is so far removed from our reality that mm-hmm. you can have some perspective looking on the real parts of the situation. Yeah, but it does it without being pretentious. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like it's, this didn't feel preachy at all. Yeah. And that's the thing that I really liked about it is that it has these elements about like alcoholism, about violence. Well, I'll just say violence. I don't want to give away too much. That could, in lesser hands, perhaps a film that's a little too big for its britches, but it's done so very well with the cast that it has and with the the way it's written that it doesn't go into that territory, which is really good. The thing that I think is pretty wonderful about it is that neither of us thought saw Jason Sudeikis giving like this awesome performance. Yeah. It's not that I don't like the guy. It was just we ended up seeing a big range on him that I had yeah, never this, seen before. This, this is really different from anything I've really seen him do before, and and he does some different things over the course of the movie too. He's 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 got some different facets. Yeah, very three dimensional character. I'll 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 give the movie uh, yeah a solid solid B plus. Yeah, that's actually what I was thinking. It was also about a B plus. Um, partly because it's just so well done. It actually gets done what it's trying to do, and it does it very well. I don't know, maybe it's, a, maybe it's an A-minus movie. I don't know. We literally just got out of the movie, like, not even an hour ago. So you're getting this, like, the freshest of perspectives on this one. So yeah. And we're also both extremely tired from the long day of travel. So even after I edit this, if we still sound a little loopy, that's why. We would very much like to not be held responsible for what we're saying right now, but we know you will anyway. Yeah, yeah. So these are these are initial impressions. Uh, time time will tell how well the movie holds up, and if our our present feelings and opinions about it do the same. Mm-hmm. But I think it's awesome. It's it's awesome in the sense that it exists. It's awesome that it's a fun that it is a fun little movie. But it's it's just also just a well made movie. Um, I think it's great that a weird movie exists and is in the movie theaters instead of just going straight to Netflix. Um, yeah, that I think yeah. is pretty cool because this is this is a movie that will do great on Netflix once it gets there. It will. It will. Um, and I think it'll actually do pretty good in a, a wide release too. Once once mm-hmm. people see it, it may end up being you know kind of a, a sleeper 
hit. It might sort of you know, in in the vein of say Ex Machina from a, a couple of mm-hmm. years ago. It's like yeah, this this opened wide and was available for lots of people to see. Not a whole lot of people did, but the people who did really liked it and talked it up. And it's it's kind of gained a little steam since mm-hmm. then, grown, and, grown in its standing. And this kind of fits into my whole horror lovers credo thing, even though it's not quite a horror film um, about that. It's you know it's it's R rated. It's not a sequel or a remake, or, you know, it's, a, it's an original right. idea. It's in, not found footage. It's not found footage. So that's another reason to buy the ticket. Yeah, one, one thing I did find interesting and, and, and bears mentioning, and this is, this is a fairly minor point probably for most of our audience, um, this, this is an R-rated film, mm-hmm. and, you know, we, we see plenty of such movies, and they run the gamut. Yeah, know, from execrable to praiseworthy. This you know, obviously tends more toward the latter. The, the rating is really mostly for language. That's 100% I, for language, yeah. yeah. I, there, there was not a whole lot else that was... Well, maybe some violence, but yeah, it's there's, not... There's there a little bit of violence. It's not bloody violence, though. Not uh, not mostly. It's it's interesting because this is a movie they could have made a PG-13 film. Really, and, really could have. And they, they didn't. And I actually like that even more now because... Well, it makes it... I, this is stupid because a lot of people... I don't want people to associate PG-13 movies with being less adult because you can make a PG-13... You can make a PG movie that's fairly adult. Oh, yeah. But it allowed them to to be more adult, at least in a certain way, because if you're in a situation like this, I don't know if your language is going to be particularly church-worthy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I have to agree. Especially if, especially with all the alcoholism stuff that's also in the film as well. Yeah, and there are some, some drug references as well as that, well, that so. we, we brought up before. I, I was reminded of, of the King's speech, how oh, yeah. it, it got the R rating, basically for that one scene. For one scene, yeah. Which, which is terrible. I think it was Ebert who said, this is a wonderful movie for teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way about this. I don't know. It's one of those things where just know what your kids are into. That's all that matters. Yeah. Maybe yeah. watch it with them. Oh, yeah. Totally watch it with them because you'll have a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe watch it first and then watch it with them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's, if you get a chance, if you see it in the area, I totally recommend seeing Colossal. Yeah. Recommendation from me as well. So that's Colossal. And uh, we're just getting started on our fabulous Hollywood journey. And we'll have much more to come on our site. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram, at Dead Letter Movies, uh, Twitter, at Dead Letter Movies, singular, and also on the Facebook page. So thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.